Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Timeless Podcast. Here with you, with your hosts, who have the most. It's me, Alex, alongside two other people who I'd rather forget. I'm your favourite co-host, though, right? Well, no, you're you're part timer these days. Yay. I know. <laughs> uh, uh, as you heard, I'm here with uh, George, who is uh, is actually my favorite co-host because it at least shows up week to week. Wow, I see uh, how it is. Join, join, join I see how it is with Callum, obviously. How you, how you both doing? How you been? Doing good. Doing good. Give yeah. me, give a, give me the low downs. Callum, you go first. I haven't, I haven't spoken to Callum in like two weeks. I know it's been a, it's been a while. It's, yeah, um, how are you? Been a, <laughs> you've been good. Yeah, it's um, been a pretty mad two weeks just finishing off final uh, college stuff because it's all got to be in by the fifth of June. Yeah, same. Uh, so just stressing out about that, but it's mm-hmm, fine. Mm-hmm. I know, um, I know the feeling. Yeah, <laughs> know the feeling. And then just doing quiz stuff, getting emails from agents, and you know, just doing all that kind of stuff. Fantastic. Had Cool emails slip into the inbox. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we had the quiz last Wednesday, which went really good. We had, um, oh, who did we have on? We had Lauren Milson from that two-parter. I forgot which one it is. What one is it? Family of Blood? Oh, my God. Mm. It's your own guest. and You, you don't I, even know who they are. I was going to say. I, don't even, I forget quite a lot. <laughs> just just oh. for reference on the pod... Alex's setup yeah, and about, my setup to, are very different this week. So I'm yeah, going through my my laptop rather than my main PC because of some stuff that I'm doing on my PC, which will be up on my YouTube channel pretty soon. Oh. And I'm really excited for it. Um, and Alex is currently holding his microphone rather than having it positioned in front of him. So audio quality might vary going in and out. Um, yes. But that's because you're yeah. getting a new TV and you need just to move some stuff out of the way. Yes, exactly. And... Uh... There's not. I don't know how the space is going to look after the new TV's up, and it was meant to arrive today, but that's not the case. But you're also uh, getting another person today, aren't you? You're getting your birthday present. We're not talking about this on the pod because it's not. Oh my god! You told <laughs> me about we're not, this. We're not. We're not talking about it on the pod because it's, it's not a Welshman's favourite toy. It's, it's not. We're not. We're not going to go that far because we. Thank, actually, thank you, Jim McCauley, for the link. We do. We do actually have kids that listen to this, so we're not going that far. Um, Oh god! Um, Half the stuff I say. Whenever you say like, "Oh, we got kids who listen," I'm like, "Please don't!" Like, <laughs> um, oh my but god! No, it's a it's a bit of a mad couple of weeks, mm, but I'm glad yeah, to be back exactly. on the podcast. Yeah, you know, it's it is it's what really, it is. We're also recording this on a Wednesday rather than a Tuesday. Yes, which is throwing me off a little well. bit because it it feels like it should be like I should have tomorrow being Wednesday, but. Basically, today I thought it was Tuesday all day. <laughs> well, oh, I was like that last Thursday. I was like thinking it was Friday all day. Yeah. And then it got to Thursday night and I was like, oh yeah, tomorrow's Friday. It's also, it's weird. Obviously, we are recording this in the middle, well, at the end now of the entire COVID-19 pandemic. Well, we um, don't know whether it is the end. Well, we don't know whether it is the end, wow. but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I don't there know is. if I'm looking forward to having to go back to work or not. Because I've sort of gotten I'm... used to having all of my time be my own time. Whilst, you know? whilst yeah. we are here, uh, the biggest news from you, uh, by the way, Dominic Cummings, if you want to go down to County Durham, <laughs> be my guest. You want to uh, go to Durham Castle? By the way, uh, if you, I, I recommend if you guys are not a fan of Dominic Cummings, like I believe all of us absolutely hate the prick. Yeah. Um, I recommend che- checking out Paddy McGuinness's Twitter. Because <laughs> oh my God, the, it's the, so the, funny. The vid- Have you seen the clip? 
Yes, I have. It's so oh, it's funny. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, uh, also, Callum, I have recently yes. got on. You might have seen a couple of tweets about Postman Steve. I think I have. Um, yes, Postman, Postman Steve. Steve. I have won the battle. Um, <gasps> yes. The package of which he was holding hostage has come. Hey. He just wanted to play with your lights. I, he did. He just wanted to, And that's not a euphemism. I was going to say, he just, he just, well, it's like the classic playground scenario where you're bullying someone because you like them. He actually just <laughs> wanted to play with my lightsaber. But yeah, I, I've now got a, like a proper combat ready lightsaber. That's so cool. I'm kind of jealous. I kind of want one now. So thank you that to the Kyber Society on Etsy yeah. for building this one and sending it my way. Yeah, also, before we uh, go any further uh, into what we've been doing, I want to say I apologise for the last two pods not going out on Fridays. I think the episode on Iron Man went out on Saturday. Basically, we... Alex is just is just getting lazy. Yeah. <laughs> He's no, just getting just, lazy. I've been, I've been very, very, very... I mean, Callum will know that I had a last-minute edit to do uh, this weekend for uh, someone's birthday. And then I yeah. essentially I was all edited out at that point. I needed a few days off because that was a real rush job. Um, so I just wanted to take a few days out and relax. So that's what I did. Fair enough. It's not Happy that, birthday, not... Reese! Happy birthday to Reese! Happy yes, birthday, Reese! Absolutely. And uh, yes. Yeah, so, Callum, what else have you been up to, man? You need to update the podcast. You've been. Um, what else have I been? I I delved a little bit into my season twelve box set. I watched. What's the Cyberman episode called in that season? Is it Attack? Revenge? I can't remember which one it's called, but one of the season 12 Cyberman stories. I watched that one for the first time. And then yesterday I watched Can You Hear Me? Can You Zoom? And The Haunting Villa of. Oh, The Haunting of Villa Diadati. Yeah, whatever that one's called. (laughs) Only because we have. We have quite a lot of Series 12 guests for the quiz, and I haven't watched a lot of Series 12 since it aired. Okay, fair. So, in order to make up questions, I was like, oh yeah, I kind of need to uh, watch these episodes. Um, and they were actually pretty good. I, I think I enjoyed The Haunting Villa of Die Dirty better than Can You Hear Me? I think mm. that's my second opinion on it. Nice. Um, but no, it's just been all kind of Doctor Who this week. Emailing oh, agents, awesome. watching yeah, Doctor good. Who. I'm proud of you, dude. Uh, so it's good fun. My week's sort of my... been quite, quite Doctor Who as well. Sorry to cut you off there, oh, Alex. But that's um, all right. I have been delving into the world of AI recently. Um, oh, and, oh. and Callum, I sent you a little clip of what I've been working on. Yeah. And Alex has been uh, on Discord most of the week with um, what I've been working on. Basically... Uh, there, to people who don't know, there are these things on the internet called deep fakes, and it's the idea of taking one face and putting it onto another. Um, there are if you type in deep fakes on on YouTube, you, there are absolutely tons of them. Um, people have have made um, the Avengers of Oz, which is the Wizard of Oz trailer, but with uh, uh, Tom Holland. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, and Robert Downey Jr. instead of Dorothy, the Lion, uh, the Tin Man, and the Scarecrow. It, it's it's hilarious. Um, also, uh, Corridor Digital uh, have delved into deep fakes as well, and I wanted to give it a go. And I've tr- I've tried giving it a go before, and I was using this stupid software, and it didn't really work. But this time, I've actually put time into it, and I have 
almost successfully put myself into Doctor Who. <laughs> and it's the so outcome scary. is slightly creepy. But today I have um, basically restarted the process using some more HD clips and stuff like that to try and get my face to look as real as possible. And it, uh, the outcome will be on my YouTube channel once it's finished. But I'm I'm super pleased with, with how it's come out and everything. And I sort of want to dub over the scene with my own voice to make it slightly creepier. <laughs> I think you should do that, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, uh, Alex, what were you going to say, buddy? I just got to apologise because it seems on my audacity that my levels on the actual volume of the mic are going up and down. Yeah, it's because you're, uh, you're moving the mic further and closer away from your face as it's going. Uh, Sadly, so... we're not going to be able to help a lot of that. We can still hear you, though. Okay, so I just want to apologise to the viewers if my audio is a bit shit. If it's very jittery, I'll cut it. I'll cut my own track out uh, whilst other people are talking, if it's too distracting. Um, but yeah, so this week, I haven't really been doing too much. I edited that video for Reese. Like, every His phone week. every single week! <laughs> You'd think that 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 what three he, four he months in he'd be used to this. <laughs> he'd be yeah. putting his phone on silent before a pod. He's not used to it at all. Oh, and Alex, you've been here from the beginning. Callum's been here since halfway through, and he already knows to turn off his bloody phone. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm oh. waiting for. Uh... Uh, even uh, last week, even Owen Wilson told you all. <laughs> Fuck off, <laughs> Owen Wilson. <laughs> And you'd still yeah. do it. <laughs> oh. Right, well, I was going to say that uh, this week I've been quite not busy, uh, really. Uh, it's weird because I feel like it's been an age since we recorded the podcast, but because I listened to one like two days ago, it feels like those times really passed. But no, I ordered a new TV. Fantastic. Uh, that happened. You may have saw something on my Twitter about a really uh, big opportunity that's come up. Yeah. So I can't go into that anymore. That is that's the uh, the sale on the TV. <laughs> no, it's not the sale on the TV. It is. It is that, uh, that is it. It's a big opportunity. But we're recording this on Wednesday the twenty seventh, which means I've only got two days to edit the pod and get it out. Uh, but today, I, yesterday, I ordered the TV on Amazon next day delivery. I was very excited. I was like, okay, we're good to go. Try not to, right. to keep yeah. tapping the microphone, otherwise it's going to pick up on the actual microphone. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, Just... uh, I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel like Matt Smith and Dead the Doctor when yes. John Hurt goes, do you have to wave your arms around every time you talk? Yes. No. No. Uh, <laughs> but I'm actually like, putting my hand in my pocket to try and stop myself. <laughs> uh, it's very unnatural for me. Uh, but so then this morning the the tracking map went. It just said that this order like doesn't have a, like your number isn't allocated to an order, and I went oh shit. So I rang up the delivery service and they went oh no yeah we've still got it. It's just twenty four hours behind and I was like so thank God you haven't lost my product and I was like and then I said to them what happens if it doesn't get here tomorrow they were like ring up and we'll try to sort something out. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Tomorrow. TV. Hmm. It's just a bit annoying that Amazon have been good with this sort of thing because at the beginning of this entire outbreak, they were like, yeah, we still offer Prime, yeah. but it probably won't get there next day. It'll be two, three days. And then throughout it, they've sort of gone, no, it'll be there tomorrow, and then just gone, no, it won't, <laughs> like once you've ordered it, which is really, really annoying because I've yes. had quite a few things that I've ordered during this lockdown. For example, my lightsaber that I've just displayed. Uh, that was uh, 
I was told was dispatched and would be there within a week. Would be here within a week. Oh. I'm about to sneeze. Hang on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm good. I'm all good. Anyway, uh, they said it would be here in about a week, and uh, a month later, it arrived yesterday. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's just super annoying. How I just dropped a pencil. Uh, just everything's slowed down and everything like that. Sadly, yeah. especially with something like a TV, you don't want it to be rushed because it can get broken. Exactly. So, like, I'm not in any... It's just yesterday, uh, me and my mum took down everything. Mm. But tonight I've got commentary to do, so I've had to put the TV back up in, the, in my room. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just it's going to be interesting because this is a massive upgrade for me. I mean, it's 50 inches. It's a smart TV. You I've really never really a smart yeah. TV he's, in my life. He's, he's, you're going to have a cinema in your room, mate. Yeah, exactly. Means I can watch Britbox and all. My TV in my living room isn't fifty inches. Well, you know, compensating. Regeneration. It's a lottery. Exactly. Uh, So yeah, I I do want to apologise to everyone this day. I want to reiterate this quite a bit. If there is any audio qualities from my end, that's my bad. Uh, It's going to be like this for next week as well. So hopefully, uh, Mm. yeah, hopefully it won't be too bad. But I I hope this works because this is what you got for the foreseeable. Literally, I don't know whether Callum's putting on Twitter yet, but maybe in the photo you guys can see that I'm literally just holding the mic in my hand. Retro. It's very... We're going, we're going retro here. <laughs> um, but it's... Have any of you done it's the very, uh, Yeah, it's been a very calm week, week oh. really. I did an invention space and time, only because I love no. that so much. No. I ch- God, I, I love it so much. So, so good. Considering oh, okay. that George is on Twitter, he doesn't really follow a lot of people, so I feel like he doesn't really get all these announcements about... Yeah, you should go and follow him. He's kind of delved into... It. It's, uh, George's Twitter is amazing, by the way. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Interesting thing about, prod. Interesting <laughs> thing about Twitter, I realised that in the description, because I copied oh, no. and pasted him in the pod, I hadn't changed Callum's Twitter handle for like, the past few weeks. Because, uh, because I wanted to be more professional. Stupid now. Why'd you change it? It's Callum. I think it's Big C Callum McCarthy underscore. I can't get a big A for some reason. But it's Callum MacArthur underscore. It's still the same Twitter, but I just changed the changed the name. I'm trying to be a bit more professional on Twitter. Because like the the company. The company I was working with was like, what's your Twitter account? What Professional! And I did... <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I don't want to send them that, so I'll change it. <laughs> his, his Twitter was crippled as shit. Uh, until, he got, until he changed. At, at, at crippled as shit. Crippled as shit? Is it? Isn't there some anyway, news? guys, we've got no news this week. Oh, it's March. We've got, yeah, some, we got some... No, I'm got so merch. sorry. Stop <laughs> mixing them, yeah. Callum, for God's sake. It's yeah. either me or Callum each week, isn't it? And we're like, there's news, isn't there? I'm like, so sorry. David Tennant's Little Shop is a different segment to <laughs> the news. Oh, what's your personal news? So oh, anyway. I, have, I have personal news. <laughs> My yes, he's pregnant. My my no, my sister's pregnant. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot. That's right. I be a dad. I'm joking. I'm joking. That would. Oh god. Oh, why did I say that? Why did I say that? You could hear me. You could hear me trailing off at the end of that because I realised I didn't need to say it. Um. Well, no, my sister's pregnant. Um. Yeah, she uh 
she's three months in. So having a new new little niece or nephew by by Christmas, hopefully. Yeah, I for some reason when you went she is she I was like, <laughs> she, is she gonna go she had the sex? She, she, like, she did the deed. <laughs> I was like, you don't need to explain to our viewers how sex works. They're not that young. Um But no, yeah, the 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 Tucker the Tucker slash slash I'm not gonna say my sister's surname because that would mean she's Woo! easily tracked. But uh, yeah, Toast. the clan's getting bigger. Toast. Toast. It's, yes. Her second name is Toast. Yes, I'm having a baby. She's she's a, she's um wait that would make you the person that she checked. Yeah. If you're Toast and she's married, I hope your sister doesn't listen oh, right, to this yeah. podcast. Then you've just become Toast. Again, I've heard it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think she does. I really hope. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tuck Tuck. My sister's nickname. I'm not going to say her actual name because <laughs> she's findable. But, um, it's so fireman. So, sorry if you ever. <laughs> sorry if you 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 listen to this and you think I'm now a weirdo. I this is disturbing. Let's just move on. You can edit that out. I'm not editing edit it out. I've put many worse things that I've said, <laughs> and you've told me to keep it in there, and I have. Um. But no, anything else anyone wants to say before we get on to David Tennant's little um, shop and our review of the incredible? I book. guess I can announce who's going to be on the on the quiz. Yeah. Um, so ye, like ye G. So, so there you go. Uh, he's going to be on the quiz on next Wednesday. Oh, this is an early announcement. It's fine. Um, so he's going to be on the quiz next week, uh, along with yes. Aaron from Friends of Ace. So nice. go and check out the Doctor Who P one on Twitter. Go and give it a follow. Who else is doing around um, next week on the Who else public? is doing around next week? Tech Tien from and, the Timeless Children, and, <laughs> and also that man over there. He's doing an eleventh Doctor around. Me, oh, me. Well, yeah, bold Steve, bold Steve, bold Steve, bold Steve, bold Steve, bold Steve's at the window at the moment. Um, but no. Uh, how you doing, Bold Steve? Bold, he's Bold Steve. What, is it your postman? He's, he's, no, he's just a bold person <laughs> called Steve. Oh, okay. Okay. Can we get I was going to say, be, be careful, because he will, he will attack you. No, it's all right. I've got a good relationship with the postman. Um, Do you? Oh. Yeah, we... <laughs> not like that. Yes. When they, say fa- yeah. when they say fast... When they say fast track, they mean He it. delivers <laughs> early. <laughs> um... Oh. But no, also Alex is doing around on the eleventh Doctor. I am, and I might. I'm when after the quiz is done. I, I know might... all of his questions already because I helped him pick them. <laughs> yeah, he helped. He helped. You helped with two of them. Yeah, three of them I cut by myself. So sixty percent was all me. Sixty percent. That's decent. That's yeah. a decent amount. Thank you. I'm gonna get help from the but Chris that, but... Blue Space and Time book from SFX. That's my help. But no, I'm not, nice. compete- I'm not even competing. I'm not even competing next week. Hang on. Oh. I have <sighs> Doctor Who, the official quiz book. Oh, that's. I like. Oh, I might have to buy that. There's a big old. Let's ask Callum a question. Okay. Daleks, 1980s. No. What does the Seventh Doctor say? Uh, say the little green Dalek blobs are encased in. Um, Daleks. Anybody? <laughs> Daleks. <laughs> Uh, some kind of I case. normally use Tardis uh, Wiki for the questions, so I don't know much about Doctor <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can you ask him the El Bonded Classico? Bonded Plycorbite Armour. 
Polycarbite. I sh- why did I say you, it so wrong? <laughs> can you, uh, George? Can you ask him the uh, the the old classic? Oh, uh, Callum. Yeah. What is the vault number to Kazran Sadik's vault? Oh, I watched. Um, because I've known this it's since six, it aired. Six six. It's the number of the devil. Two nine no, four not. one. Uh, seven two five eight. Ah, I was close, and I I knew that purely because of the fact that my old pin for my old um, uh, high school lunch account was seven two, uh, was seven four five eight. Oh, I, 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 I loved I loved having a, a secondary school pin for food. I know, right? It was great. It was like bank cards before you could actually spend it on good shit. Yeah, that's that's spend it on school food. <laughs> Anyway, has anyone else got anything to say, or do you want to just uh, just get uh, get into uh, some really awesome? We'll get match. into the merch. Let's get into the merch. Okay, this is where I screen share on the Zoom because it's become a new feature. First up, big finish. I love that cover. <laughs> have, a, have announced Out of Time One, mm. starring Tom Baker and David Tennant. Now, this is due to release in August 2020. This is the first volume of three. Is that for uh, just 10.99. Yeah. Or you can get it or you can get it in a bundle for 27.99. That's three that, audios. That's not bad. It's actually really uh, good, yeah. Uh So, yeah, by the way, I want to point out I showed this to uh, to George. Do you realise that? Do you know whose arm that is, Colin? That's uh, Peter Capaldi's hand. It's Peter Capaldi's hand. Yes. It looks so weird yes. once you know it. Yes. Uh, I really think you might. So, yeah, you could get it up. Uh, you could get it 27 as a collector's edition box set, uh, which I'm going to be doing. Cause I I panicked and bought it for the 10.99, so I might have to email Big Finish and just go, can I, can I change it for the collector's edition box set? George, I know you normally don't pick up audios, but this one surely got to entice you. Sorry, oh, 100%. Tenth Doctor and Fourth Doctor. I genuinely even, might even, get even this. Even if you only get the first, even if you only get the regular dish for a £10, like, surely. Yeah. So, there's, Daleks in, there's Daleks in there. It's, you know... Can I ask David a question? Tennant and Tom Baker. Yes. Um, so with this, is the £27 going to be like an actual box set? It's like a, those books you used to get back in oh, the day. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just a bundle. No. Oh, hang on, hang on. Scroll up to the to the comments, or scroll down. I just saw <laughs> some funny comments. Keep scrolling, keep going down. Mrs. Croot, <laughs> <laughs> best new, <laughs> best new doctor and best classic doctor. What are you doing? Oh, Alex. <laughs> what happened to Mrs. Croot? <laughs> Anyway, guys, what do you think about this this idea? Of- I think I want to read Mrs. Croot's <laughs> comment. I want to read Mrs. Croot's comment too. Well, we're not reading Mrs. Croot's comment. You can edit it out. Sorry, Croot. Uh, That's Mrs. Croot to you. <laughs> um, uh, but no, uh, Big Finish have also kept quiet about the next two releases. So people were thinking Capaldi or Matt Smith since they're in lockdown. Do you mind? Get them doing well, it. fun fact. I just saw the other day... Uh, Claire Foy and Matt Smith are doing a socially distanced play at the old, at the Young Vic Theatre, and it's going to be or the Old Vic Theatre. It's going to be live streamed. And I I reckon because they're keeping quiet about these Doctor crossovers, that it's got to be Capaldi or Smith. I don't know. I think. Well, hasn't Capaldi gone on record and said he doesn't want to do Big Finish? 
Yeah, but money. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. But, yeah, but, let's be but honest. then, you got to remember, it, Peter Capaldi did a whole convention and gave all his money to charity. He didn't get a single penny out of yeah, it. Yeah, but also, also you got to realise that Capaldi would say no, so that way he does do it. Alex, like, oh, is that a pop figure of you? <laughs> <laughs> the Pating. Anyway, we've got more Big Finish news. This was announced earlier. Big Finish Masterful, starring... Ooh, Hold on. Masters. That's Mark Gaffis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Is he, a big, is he a big Finnish master? Yeah. Yes, he is. Did you oh, that's ridiculous. This? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but look, who, look who's also in it. Eric John Roberts. Yes. Finally getting the recognition Roberts. he deserves. Cheers, master. <laughs> <laughs> who's that kid oh, behind, in front of Eric Roberts? I don't know, but you got Crispy Master. That's Mini Master. <laughs> Mini Master. I call him Mini Me. <laughs> got Alex McQueen just there. I don't know how they're gonna do Ailey and. Uh, Someone Ailey suggested. Delgado. Somebody suggested on the group chat that would be uh, the short story one, which would could make be. sense. Could be. Could be. Could be. But will you guys be picking this one up? I went off it back. How much is that one? Uh, standard edition, uh, featuring the content of three discs, is able to be ordered at twenty four ninety nine for CD hmm. and twenty quid for download. And then they have Masterful with no, without it. Uh, so yeah. I quite like the big book version. So you have to pay forty four ninety nine for eight for eight stories. Can I justify it? Eight stories, yeah. Will I ever listen to them? Probably not. They'll probably just go on the shelf. But, uh. I might buy them. Doctor Who figurine collection. Coming out to never. So, that is all of the uh, merch. I think everyone's excited for that big finish release of of the Tom Baker and the David Tennant release. Mm. Uh, I'm definitely going to be picking it up. Callum. Uh, I pre-ordered it. Uh, as I said, I think I need to email Big Finish and go, can I change my order to the special box set Cause for £27? The special edition? Yeah, that's that's a steal, 27 quid for three stories. Yeah, I've got, I got to agree with you. I've got to agree with you. Yeah. I need to email them I'm after the podcast. <laughs> um, I think that's what I'm going to do. Anyway, guys, we're half an hour into this podcast. might be one of the shortest, but last week was two hours long. So Damn. What are you gonna do? We have to save some time somewhere. <laughs> uh, are you ready to get into the review of this MCU film? It's the Incredible Hulk. It's the Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Bulk is actually a film. If you is it actually? What kind of film is it? Seen... It's a shit Hulk film. Oh. Okay, right. So, this is the second Marvel Cinematic Universe film. It was released in 2008, uh, specifically June 2008. Uh, it was directed by Louis Letelier. It was written by Zach Penn. Uh, and then it stars uh, Edward Norton and Liv Tyler. Uh, George, Tafia stops this corner, buddy. It's George Synopsis Corner! Oh. Right. Let's do this. So it's the Hulk. 
There you go. Wow, great, great synopsis. <laughs> nah, so basically, uh, Bruce Banner, he gets shot with some gamma radiation, turns him into a big, big green blah, blah, hog smash, blah. Uh, he goes into hiding because uh, Mr. Colonel Ross is like, Oi, if you come anywhere near my door, I'm going to kill you. Uh, so he goes off running away. And he ends up in, like, Taiwan or something. Uh, in, like, a shanty town, basically. And he's uh, working in a factory and. He, he's fixing some stuff up because he's a clever man and he's learning jujitsu and stuff. Um, and one day he guts his finger and some blood gets into a bottle inside this factory which is making fizzy drinks. And he's like, ah, oh, shit. Anyway, the blood's now in circulation and Stanley drinks it and dies. Oh, no. Um, that tells Colonel Ross exactly where this man is, where Bruce Banner is hiding. So he goes hunting for him. And Bruce Banner ends up back in America's... Um, then he meets up with uh, Betty Ross, um, and they they hit it off again. And he's basically for most for the majority of the film he's hiding um, and trying to figure out uh, how to fix himself. So he's emailing this bloke called Mister Blue. Um, Is it Mister Blue Sky? It's Mister Blue Sky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna no, don't worry. Um it's Mr. Blue Sky uh Sky. So he basically um halfway through there's a big old battle on a campus, uh, and the Hulk comes out and everything, and it's a bit meh. Um basically Colonel Ross decides to inject one of his good good soldier blokes with this with a little bit of the serum that, that got got uh Bruce Banner all Hulkied. So a little tiny bit and this this bloke is now like basically a super soldier and it sort of works but this bloke wants more of this serum in him so uh he tracks down bruce banner uh and like they they track down mr blue and bruce banner as bruce banner is getting his fix uh from being fixed up with the hulk serum um anyway so mr mr blokey bloke english bloke goes up and he's like i want more of your hulk stuff so Mr. Blue's like, all right, cool. And he injects him and he turns into the abomination. Then the final scene happens. Turns out the Bruce Banner isn't fixed and the Hulk fights the abomination. Um, and then the best part of the film, um, the sort of not post-credit, post-credit scene, uh, has has Robert Downey Jr. meeting up with Colonel Ross and being like, hey, I told you it wasn't going to happen. By the way, we're put t- putting together a team of superheroes. There you go. The reason that one was so short, that entire synopsis corner was so short, is because nothing happens in this film. Legit nothing. <laughs> nothing happens in this film. It's All of those plot so... points that I just brought up were the only plot points in the film. <laughs> it's so boring. I This is my least favourite. I did it in front of doing college work. I switched oh, off you, behind. You know what? Me and oh, Alex watched this together. Oh, well, how did that go? Um... So for some reason, for YouTube version, I had to rent it off of YouTube because I do not own this film. Yeah. I refuse to own it. Um, it's not. I've, I've seen worse than this, by the way. It's not the least yeah. film, like, worse. I know, so, I've seen a, I've seen worse films than this. Yeah, of course. But like, I feel like we expect a lot from the MCU nowadays, and this isn't up to standard. I don't think. I, it just feels so boring. It feels like a, a just a, a chase. It doesn't feel like. I, I said this to you, Alex, when we were watching it. I said. It feels too grounded. It feels like yes. it's not set in this superhuman world. 
Yes. Even though the Hulk is a thing, it just feels like it, it's it's a freak accident, and that he's the only one like it until the end when Tony Stark comes in exactly. and it sort yeah. of brings this, it into the universe. This, this is where I'm going to disagree with you because I disagree with this. Go ahead. Disagree with you. This uh, with you. Even when we were talking about Iron Man two weeks ago, and I said that it doesn't the enjoyment of the films isn't that they're interconnected. I couldn't give a shit if you had one film that was set in a different pocket of the universe and had nothing to do with the rest of them. It was just like another chapter in the realm. That's not why I find this film boring. I think it's irritating. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's genuinely. What the fuck was that? I don't know. No idea. Oh, what's your language? Kids are watching. Sorry if you can hear a plane. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry, I was going to say my window's open. It's very warm everywhere. Yeah. Sorry, kiddies. Um, but no, I think as you mentioned, it's a long chase. But we've seen in films that long chases can be good. For example, Atman and the Wasp is just one long chase film. That's true. Yeah, Yeah, but stuff's happening. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's better. Whereas this film, I feel like the only things I enjoy about it. Is I think Edward Norton's good as the Hulk. I think I, I obviously I prefer Ruffalo, but I think Edward Norton's doing a solid job. I think we would have liked Edward Norton's version if we had more of him. Yeah, I, I think, think you're so. you're always you're always going to gravitate towards Ruffalo because you obviously did more. Because now he is the Hulk. Yeah, yeah, he's Bruce Banner. But I think I think Edward Norton in this film is doing a solid job. Hmm. Uh, to be honest, I don't think you can really shit on him. Liv Tyler is atrocious. Who's Liv Tyler? Uh, okay. She plays Betty, Betty Ross. Ross yeah. uh, She's atrocious. Mm. She has the acting range of a well slug. I don't know. Uh, she has it's... the action. She has the acting range of Ryan Sinclair. <laughs> no, don't don't, don't 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 even be that rude to Tosin Cole. <laughs> I mean, I like, I don't mean to be rude to anyone. to hate their craft in mm. this film. Also, her character's horrible. They they rose Tyler. Her, I love how the, both names have got. Tyler oh, but by, by the by the way that she just leaves her boyfriend behind. Yes, yeah, yep, yep. yeah. And then it, it and then I don't know if you remember this, but there's a plot point in there where her boyfriend's speaking to Colonel Ross, and he's like, "I told you where she was was where she was, so that she basically he snitches on her, but it's never brought up again." I don't remember that bit. Exactly. Apparently, it's it's a thing. I I remember it happening. Yeah, he's it like happened. It I. Happened. I, he literally turns to Colonel Ross and is like, I told you where she was so that you could look after her and that's not going to happen now. Now, oh. now look, I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like we did this with one of the episodes we knew we weren't going to like or something in Doctor Who and we went, let's talk positives first and then get a bit more negative. Especially when the... So let's, let's start keep positive. One, yeah, one, okay, cool. Okay. What part of this film I really did like? All right, now we're done. Yeah. Right. Stan, <laughs> what about Stanley's cameo? Okay, okay. Stanley's okay, cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk Stanley. Okay, it's, it's one of my... No, there is actually some really good stuff in here, in my opinion. So I, I, I don't think it's all bad. Like, this isn't this isn't a zero out of ten. And actually, it's no. far from it. It's it's far from zero for me. It's just a bit average. Uh, I think it's because, as well, I think the reason we have such a barren opinion on this film is because we've been gifted so much better. Uh, like, as I think I mentioned this to you when we were watching, George, this could fit in the X-Men universe more than it yeah. could the MCU universe. It's very similar to that. But for me, I don't know, I really liked the stuff on the screen. It, it was like days without incident. And that sort of mm. stuff it really adds to the fact of how much uh, Bruce Banner in this movie has been trying to fight off the Hulk. I like the fact that that keeps coming up and then it resets when he turns into the Hulk and then he counts up again and all that kind of stuff. And it kind of obviously it's a device to move the story along uh, mm-hmm. and all that. So it so you could tell the passage of time. But I really like that motif. One of my favorite uh, scenes throughout this whole movie is you know when they have the massive wind machine. 
Yes. And yes. I think it's the Hulk that runs in front of it, or one of the soldiers, do, I do, can't remember. Do you, do, you, do you mean the sonar? Do you mean the sonar? The, is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. And then he just gets blowing when he's running. Yeah. Uh, I laughed um, so much at that bit. That's <laughs> my favourite bit of the film. Uh, I think Stanley's cameo is one of my least favourites of the Stanley cameos. Interesting. Uh, especially with in light of recent events, I can't really laugh. I go, oh, right, of course. Stanley's it's dead. Not, it's, it's not quite recent anymore. He died like two years ago. Yeah, right? two, three years not, ago. Not quite, not quite. It's not even two years yet, Callum. How, say three. When was it? 2018? Yeah, late 2018. Oh, late, yeah, I suppose. It was October or September 2018. I would know. I made a YouTube video about it. Uh, but plug in that YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, I'm not plugging that video. That's not a video to plug. It was just a. Uh, Go and watch my Stanley Death reaction. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think as well. I think Thunderbolt Ross is brilliant. I love him. I love William Hurt as him. I think he's very. He's an arrogant asswipe, and he does it very, very well. Like you can't be. All the way down on this film. Trust me, we're gonna rip this film to shit. Oh yeah, we and will. There are there are there are good elements. Yes, yeah. I think Thunderbolt... Thunderbolt Ross is is the, like one of the only things that carries over from this film into the actual MCU. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yes. That's he. He is like the key link to the MCU in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and and obviously that at the end when uh, Bruce Banner is trying to hone the Hulk, and at the end he's meditating and he opens his eyes and they're green. I, I yeah. think that's supposed to lead on to the old Mark Ruffalo scene in Avengers where he's like, that's the secret cap, I'm always angry. And he just oh, turns yeah. it to the Hulk. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like, like you say, it, it, it's... There are good things about this scene. Some of the character building in this scene, or in this in this film, is very good. Um, like, it, it's sort of like um, Bruce Banner has to open himself up again uh, to his past. And like... He suddenly found himself in this world which he thought he'd left behind and was happy to have left behind. In fact, he was making a life pretty nicely in the the slums where he was living. Uh, and it's like he had a girlfriend as well who like worked with him, that sort of thing. But and he had he had a pen pal and everything. Um, yes. And then obviously he has to open himself up to to Betty Ross again, and and uh, it's it's the classic tale of. Trying to run away from your past and not being able to. Yes, uh, I've also got to give credit where it's due. The mm. direction in this film is very good from Louis Leterrier. I think I think he's, I think it's very solid. I think has he direct, the, the film has he directed film any other Marvel films since this? Not any other Marvel films, but I can bring you up his IMDb. Oh yeah, uh, but I think I think this film never looks boring. You know. No, it looks boring, no. No, it's just... I, I, I think, think that's, that's one of the things that I said to you when we were watching it, is that the cinematography in this film is very, very good. Yeah. Like, it, it always looks like something's about to happen, even if it's not going to, which it doesn't. Yeah, so he's done films like The Transporter, Grimsby, so it's shown he's, kind, oh, okay. he's, so he's in that kind of realm. Did you see... Oh, uh, talking of Easter eggs, did you see um, the... I think it's this one that has a Captain America shield in the ice... I think it's this one. Yeah, but it, right, it's yeah. not. But that's a deleted scene. Oh, is that deleted so scenes? 
Did but, you um, watch this film? I did watch this film. I couldn't remember. <laughs> I was doing cold work at the time, so I was like capping half out of it. But then Tony Stark at the end, basically it turns out that Colonel Ross has tried to recreate the superhuman soldier serum, se- yeah, yeah. Super soldier soldier serum, serum. That, that created Captain America. Mm-hmm. And um, Tony Stark at the end says, there's a reason we iced that one. Yep. Yeah. Because obviously Captain America in ice. into a load of ice yeah. and is found later on. Um yeah, it, it, there's a nice there's a nice few references in this. There's even a couple references to Shield. Uh, they're yeah. using a Shield database to find Mister Blue. Yes, Mister um, Blue Sky. Halfway through as well. There's a, there's a uh, link to Spider-Man: Homecoming. Which is there? Mar- is there? Oh right, Martin's, of course there is. With uh, with Martin Starr uh, being in the computer lab, yeah, yeah. and that turns out to be Peter Peter Parker's teacher. I forgot uh, about that one. Which is always nice. That's like one of those those nice um. Moments like finding out that the kid in um, is it Iron Man three, two. Two, or is it yeah. Iron Man two who has the Iron Man helmet on is actually Peter Parker and it's that sort of yeah nice little intertwined yeah exactly thing. like I th- I just feel I don't know I I feel like I knew what I was getting with this film and I got that like I wasn't coming out of this film going wow I'm disappointed I thought that'd be better because I knew that this film wasn't really that interlinked I just thought it was a meh film like it's. It's if anything, it's a waste of my time. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I would agree. Because I because I could go watch a better version of this film. But if you're if you're looking at it from a subjective view, when it was made, it's not horrible. Because when was mm. this made? Two thousand six. Two thousand eight. Yeah. So... Considering Iron Man came out two thousand eight, I don't think they did. T- <laughs> I, forget it, <laughs> I forget dates. I forget dates. Christ, he goes away for a week and he's all out of whack. Yeah. Uh, but. No, it's just I don't know. I feel like if you look at it from that angle, I feel like this film it's not bad. Like I don't think we can rip this and go, this is one of the worst films ever made. Like you know, it's it's just it's a waste of time. Yeah. Uh, I, there's one thing. There's one thing, and I think you guys will disagree with me on this. I think the final fight in this film is a lot more interesting than the final fight in Iron Man. Do you think? Uh, in I think what it's way? A lot. It's it more happened. We were talking last week in Iron Man. The third act's really, really dull. I think in this film, the third act picks up up the film. I think the third act does a lot better. It, it get... a lot, there's a lot more stake. Yeah. There's a lot more stake. Like you see a lot more people. Harlem's a much more I, interesting place for. A I think fight. I agree with you, Alex. It it definitely took me in a lot more because there was actually yes. stuff happening. Like for example, there's a lot more. Uh, there's a lot more that pays off. So for example, we finally get the Hulk smash. And he, yeah, that was cool. We get a bit more like classic Hulk action. Uh, I like the fact that we that that really cool moment where he jumps out the plane and goes, "Oh shit!" Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, but then I I did realize they reused that in Ragnarok. Did they? Where yeah. he he jumps out of the out of uh, the the party ship and literally splats down in Asgard. And then, oh, then yeah. it cuts away, and then the next thing is him with the big dog's tail, the hellhound's tail, and yes. like throws it around. I only just put that together, literally, as you were saying that. I was like, that, that, pretty sure that happens in Ragnarok as well, doesn't it? No, like obviously it has the same issue as Iron Man, where it's like the same two of the same thing fighting each other. Mm. But I don't know. I think this one has more payoff to it in, in the build-up. So like, you finally have Bruce Banner in a way, sort of begin to control Hulk. Uh, like obviously not control, but work with Hulk. Like they seem unison here. Yeah. Like they seem they have the same goal. Uh, also, I thought one of the best scenes as well was when Samuel Stearns was testing on Hulk. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Uh, 
because the cure for the Hulk's always been an interesting thing, and that is something that does continue on in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Bruce wants to get away from this. Uh, like for example, they bring it back up in Age of Ultron, but the fact that he can't have kids or anything because if he gets too excited, yeah, big green's coming out. Uh, <laughs> so, very big green. <laughs> so, yeah, big fan of cucumber. Oh Jesus, George! What? <laughs> but no, Bring I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't know if you Eat agree. Your greens. With me. I, I don't know if you agree with me. <laughs> that's what this podcast's about. I don't know. I think that I think there is still some good stuff in this film, mm. but the actual main story is blocked. Yeah, I do agree with you about the final battle. I did when I was doing comic work. I did kind of go, "Ooh, something's actually happening for once." Yeah, and uh, it, dra- it dragged me in quite a bit. And then when the fight was finished, I was like straight back to college work. I was like, oh. <laughs> um, but no, I, I do agree with you, Alex, with the fight. And, but the plot was just... Oof. What? <laughs> yeah, like... I don't know. I... Also, right, so there's a few... Is there anything else you guys want to say before you go into the negative, obviously? Because I feel like I've said most of it. So do you guys want to say your positives and then we'll move, move forward? Um, I like Stanley cameo. I thought it was good. Um, I feel like you guys are going to give this one a really low score. Uh, yeah, I I think I'm going to give Mellow a score I'm, yet on this yeah, one. Yeah, I'm going to give it. I'm thinking my lowest score yet. It's just oh. that it didn't entice me the way that like literally ever every other MCU film does. Yeah, I know what you mean. Even even Iron Man that came out before because, it enticed me more than this film did. Uh, because a good friend of ours, Joe, who listens to the show, I think it was Joe. Sorry if it's isn't you, Joe. He said at the end of the MCU reviews. Alex, who you guys should do a week where you actually look through your rankings. You count yeah. them. Oh, that would be how, cool. how the rankings are similar and which ones you find are the that best. That would be a super that would be, Yeah. One thing that I am finding is that me and Callum have the very similar scores I know, it was, everything. It was so <laughs> weird. Alex phoned me yeah. to get my score because I forgot to do it on the mm. audio clip for for the last I one. And yeah, and he said you it was the same, same as yours, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Again, <laughs> so can we get? A... However, however, I always feel like I'm point five in or out of you guys. So I always feel like if I give it like a point higher or a point lower, yeah. I I'll never. That's the only one that we massively disagreed on. Uh, me and George, it was beast below. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's a bit mad. George like really enjoyed. I, I really enjoyed uh, beast I below. Enjoy I, I've got I have agree no... with you, George. Well, and then also I think I mean that me when me and, when we had Adam, Adam on the show, me and him really enjoyed Pyramids of Mars, where you guys thought it was just okay. <laughs> yeah. We have similar tastes, I think. Of, yeah. Of TV. Uh, and so, film. yeah, it's difficult because I don't want to have that. Like, obviously, people love podcasts when they're shitting on things, but <laughs> I don't want it to just be that. Like, yeah, 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 I know what you mean. I try to think. Some of the low light CGI in this film was quite good. But like obviously animation based, it was all right because they had a lot of a lot of um, weight to work with with both the abomination and Hulk. Yeah. Yes. Um, did anybody? By the way, just did anybody else when they were a kid think that the abomination that was in uh, the Sarah Jane Adventures with the Mona Lisa was the same abomination that was in this film? <laughs> no. I haven't seen. I haven't I, seen. The, I totally I, did. I haven't oh seen. I've, I, I I don't think I've seen the Revenge of Mona Lisa. Have you not seen that episode? Long. For a long time, I, I, because obviously at the end, out coming out of the vault, there's like this weird abomination, get, yeah, thing, can, and they refer to it as the abomination. I kind of, and see. in my head, I just intertwine those two things. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Like, I don't know why it must have been just me, me as a kid, you know. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, I always used to assume that they were the same thing. Because mm. <laughs> I was a little idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, this film was definitely like... If I was watching all of the MCU films in order again, like we are for this pod, then I'd watch it. Yeah. yeah. But it's not going to be one of those films that I just pick up because I want to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's how I sum it up. But again, I think the main the main problem. I think if we go into bad now, I think we all agree. The main storyline is fucking boring. I don't even know what the main storyline is. Well, I... Hulk's on the Hulk's on the run from well, yeah. Ross for the entire it's, movie. Um... Oh, BB's on the run from. I liked I liked it in the first Bob half. <laughs> I liked it in the first half when he was just on the run by himself. But then again, though, when he's in the, as you said, like the 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 the, the poor poor area, wherever he was, uh, like the fact he could run away from like tons of armed guard without yeah. turning into Hulk is lunacy to me. Yeah. Uh, especially when you've established this as such a realistic film, mm. like that's when I go, well, that ain't realistic. Uh, uh, I normally like, oh, what's his name? Uh, I I don't really like the actor. Is it Tim Roth who plays uh, Blonsky? I normally like Tim Roth and a lot of stuff, mm. but in this film, I don't know. It felt like he was hamming it up. Yeah, as Abomination slash Blonsky. I don't know whether you saw that. Felt that too, George. Yeah, I did. I but did. I felt like in his performance, I feel like again, this is before actors started taking these Marvel films a bit too, a bit serious. Mm. So it was like, I don't know. He's really bad. But, but guys, I'm gonna let. I've talked quite a bit about what I like. I'll let you guys talk about the bad first. <laughs> the bad things. Okay. Oh God, where do we start? Um... So, the the massive step in the CGI of the Hulk, especially in the highlight. I've talked about low light and how that was reasonably okay, but um, the CGI between Avengers and this film, how the CGI steps up. It's is mad. crazy. Yeah. Also, I, I'm not too keen on the fact that this Hulk looks nothing like the one that we have for the rest of the MCU. Yeah, like, he is a I, bit I, different. I, I find it difficult to correlate these because obviously it's a different actor playing Bruce Banner. It's a different uh, design for the Hulk. I, I struggle to to link these two the, same characters together. This film is canon in the MCU, isn't it? Yeah, 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 that's what we're reviewing. Yeah, um, um, it's it's just interesting because this is universal, isn't it? This yeah. this one, I'm guessing they had a lot more control than Marvel did in the planning of it. I'm guessing. Um, mm. It's just uh, did they? Sorry to cut you off there. No, not at all. No? It was all it was all uh, Disney and Mar- no, not Disney, just Marvel Studios. Oh, interesting. Uh, it's like when Sony. Uh, doing the Spider-Man movies, like they let Kevin Feige do most of the work, but they just have distribution rights. Oh, okay, and that's see. and that's why we haven't had a Hulk film because the Hulk distribution rights is it are, with, are with Universal, which is why we had Hulk in Thor Ragnarok <laughs> rather than its own Planet Hulk movie. Is the rights different now because they're doing a She-Hulk series on Disney Plus? She-Hulk isn't Hulk, so they're allowed She-Hulk. So it's Universal just the Hulk. Universal yeah. didn't buy She-Hulk. Right, so, okay. Yeah. That makes a lot more so, sense. So, I think uh, I think either way, if Marvel wanted to do a Disney Plus series on Hulk, they'd be allowed. I think it's just cinematic film releases distribution. Do not quote me on that, but yeah. I think that's the deal. So, no, in terms of Kevin Feige and stuff, this was what they wanted. Interesting. Uh, obviously, it's oh, early man. MCU, though, isn't it? Uh, so, yeah. Who knows? I wonder if they were to do that film now, like how different 
it would be. Yeah. I wonder what the thought process of that being the second MCU film and not, like, changing the schedule around if it would... Mm. Like, say, if we had Thor after Iron Man then did Hulk. But then Thor's not too great of a film either. (laughs) I I mean, it's one of my favourites out of Phase 1. Is it? Yeah, I love that. I won't say anything, but I, I do really like it. I'm a big fan of, yeah. of Captain America First Avenger. Well, for Captain America First Avenger, we might have a guest. Oh, who's going to be our so, guest? Well, I can, I can kind of announce it. I mean, you've met him. I don't think George has. But it's Beef. Hey, beef wants to come. Beef. beef. The Lemma the Man legend. Yes. I need to meet him, yeah. Yes, so you can exchange cripple jokes around me. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a fun podcast. But no, Beef. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'm lining up a lot of guests for these Marvel reviews. A lot of our friends are going to come on and hop on and do some Marvel reviews. And we always love it when we get friends on to chat with us. It's, it's always great. nice. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm lining up as many as possible, but no, we've got Beef coming on for that. I think our good friend McCauley wants to come and do some stuff. So we've got a lot of Marvel people that come and do some Marvel stuff. We've got one lined up for Ant-Man and all. Ooh. It's all, yeah, all sorting all out and making sure it looks good. Uh, so yeah, no, the podcast is doing really well on that front. Uh, obviously, when guests are announced, we'll announce them before they come on the pod. Uh, we've, we're not going to take anything now until it's all concrete and all set in stone and stuff like that but the beef one I think is practically set in stone I just have to let him know when we're doing nice. it and uh, try and figure out a time when we can get that one filmed cool um, but it's now so yeah again I agree with you guys about it feels weird this one doesn't it it really it's does It's it doesn't feel like a Marvel film to say I mean the only reason I, I disagree with you on the Hulk thing a little bit I agree with you it's jarring I don't think they decided to go a different look for Hulk I think it's because they turned to motion capture when Ruffalo yeah. came in and obviously that then makes it look like Ruffalo more than when they just did the CGI here for mm-hmm. Hulk uh, so I think the difference in technology can let that be lenient because I think even if Ruffalo was in this film the Hulk would look different. incredibly different in Avengers anyway incredibly yeah. Hulk oh, I see what uh, so, you did so it's just, it's you know, I think in that scenario, you can't really, I don't know. I don't know if you guys agree, but I think, you know, if they cha- if they I think in the long run, the fact they changed it to mocap has suited them better than the fact mm. they just did all the CGI themselves. Oh my God. But no, like my least favorite part of this film, which is the part I was looking forward to from the clips I've seen was the, uh, the mid, actually no, it's not my least favorite part, but it's one of. It's the mid uh, second act finale fight. It's so dull and stupid within the rules of the film. Like you have, for example, uh, like Betty Ross is a damsel in distress for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You thought that Ross would get her miles away, but no, he's just like, don't do anything and stay here. And it's like, well, of course he's going to go and help him. Hulk's a bit shit. However, he does kick someone into a tree. That was, pretty- <laughs> that, was, that, funny. was that was a brilliant that, shot. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, I don't know, like when he's got the sonar and stuff, uh, that's dumb. I don't know, this one didn't work for me. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm going to stop talking because I've talked a lot more than you guys. So I'm going to let you guys <laughs> I, some stuff to shit. I just don't know what to say about this film. I was zoning out throughout half of it because the plot's so boring. So I, I don't feel like I watched it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. It was just, it was hard work to get through. Like there were some scenes where I was like, ooh. And then it just constantly... Um, rolled off it but I think in the grand scheme of things this is definitely my least favourite MCU film I have to I say. agree with that 
I just, it's like you were saying, George, it's not a film that you look at your shelf and go, oh, I'm going to watch Oh, treat myself. Yeah, treat yeah. yourself to the best Marvel film. Um, it's just... It's all rag and rock now. <laughs> nah. <laughs> get back ten years. Yeah. It's just, like, it's just there, and it feels like they had to make this film to make the Avengers. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of all it feels like for me. Like, they just had to take this off the list. It's, it's nice that it's there, but... <laughs> Not necessary. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, you could easily watch Iron Man, Iron Man 2, and just skip over the Hulk and you wouldn't be lost in storyline yeah. way. Yeah. I just... Because I feel like the beginning of... When I first watched Avengers, Avengers Assemble, I completely forgot that this film was part of the MCU. And when they brought in Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk, as Bruce Banner, I was sort of like as a little 11-year-old, was like, I was intrigued at who this character was because I honestly didn't know. And then, obviously, I knew of Bruce Banner. Yeah. And was like, oh, this must be the Hulk. Like, that's a really cool way of introducing him. And he's like, that it alludes to his past that I didn't know had been covered and stuff like that. And I actually think I preferred that than having this movie as background information. Yeah, it's just kind of like a mysterious kind of, oh, what has this character done? Yeah, exactly. Where's he been? What's he done? Kind of thing. And then it almost it almost brings on more, like, even when Tony Stark's uh, sort of teasing him with the zapper. And he's like, oh, what, you're not going to let Big Green come out and all of that stuff. And it brings on more drama to when eventually when Loki's scepter like uh, makes them all angry and everything and he starts t- getting all hulky. It almost brings on that more... It makes it more impactful almost, I feel. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd honestly say that I don't think the MCU needs this film. No, they could easily just push it to the side, which they have done and just kind of ignore it. Mind you, I'm surprised that they haven't done anything with the Red Hulk. Yeah. Because that's Colonel Ross. In the comic books, Red Hulk is Colonel Ross. Um, And it's basically him being like, I can't fight the Hulk just like this, so I'm going to put the super super serum or super serum into me or gamma radiation into me and see what happens. And he turns into to the Red Hulk. Um, And I feel like that's what they were trying to do with the Abomination in this film. But sort of failed. Yeah, it just didn't really work. And maybe because mm. of that, they kind of just went, nah. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, let's yeah. not. I'm surprised Everett Ross has appeared in other Marvel films. Yeah, because he was in, um, I believe he's in, he's in Endgame or Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Civil War. As a hologram. And he was in Civil War as well, because mm. the, the superhero treaty, peace treaty act or whatever. Yeah. You are right. He is, he is in Endgame as well, though. Oh, was he? When? He's at Tony's. He's at Tony's funeral. Oh, oh is he? yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make sense. It's um, it's an interesting film. And, I'm probably not going to go. Professor back to Hulk's it. there as well, isn't he? Yeah, professor, professor. Of course, Professor Hulk's there. That would be the rather awkward. Yeah. An awkward funeral. <laughs> just yeah, just don't, just don't think about it. Yeah, I think I'm. I don't think I'm going to go back to this film. What do you guys? What do you guys think about that? Um. Second act fight that I proposed though I don't know I just I felt like the the final fight was a lot stronger. Final fight was a lot stronger than that one. For there example, like... for example, you remember the um, the uh, second act fight in Iron Man where he goes back to where they they held him captive and he yeah you know, yeah he goes back to the village. That's a really strong and he does the act. whole like he's all yours yeah that sort of thing. 
Yeah. Uh, this one did nothing for me. If anything, it made Hulk look weak. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think I don't think they should have bought in that weapon, that that hypersonic noise weapon, um, in the in that first in that second fight scene. Sorry, was that the wind machine? Yeah, that's yeah. the wind machine. <laughs> Just because it, it 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 makes the Hulk, like you say, it makes him feel inferior because there is something that worked against him. It's just hypersonic noise because it hurts his ears, and and having that weakness. I know at the end he he comes through from the weakness with with big halves of cars and like throws a car at another car and it blows it up. But having him display that weakness so early on, I feel like, and then not having a payoff in the final scene where like abomination like sets off a bunch of car horns or something like that or car alarms and it's the whole being like oh shit i feel like it was either a wasted opportunity or they should have left it yeah you know? I know it's mean. like it's like uh in spider-man 3 when venom is uh at the top of the, the bell tower and the bell's going and the symbiotes are wriggling about and everything and it drips onto eddie brock and then, for the, and then the final scene is Peter Parker destroys Venom by putting a bunch of poles around him and banging them. You know, yeah, that's a good payoff. That 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 in, introduces the mechanic and then uses the mechanic later on. It's like a good video game. First level introduces the mechanic. Second level builds on it. But it, it, it was no, it never happened. It never it just that never happened. I suppose you could argue if you wanted to that the sonic clap that he does is sort of the payoff. How he uses noise yeah, but, against but abomination. He, he doesn't use noise against abomination. He uses it to put out a fucking fire. <laughs> exactly. So like, that's yeah. not against abomination, and that's and the sonic clap thing is something that the Hulk has been able to do for for years and years and years. It's not a payoff that that this noise has happened. It he clapped, and it, it created enough wind basically to put out a fire. That's not a payoff. For, it's really not for, a payoff. A, a weakness that the Hulk displayed. Also, if this weakness, if if Colonel Ross knew about this weakness and saw it working, then it would mean that every single time Bruce Banner loses control of the Hulk, it would be so much easier to capture him again with just more of those. Yeah, but <laughs> it just—I it, 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 haven't thought about this. Into, I haven't thought about that until this pod, and now I'm annoyed at it. <laughs> I. I just don't know what else to say about this film. Neither do I, really. It's just meh. Not even meh. Alex has sort of gone quiet. Yeah. It's because I'm I'm trying to get you guys to talk. Uh, It's because I've been told that I talk too much. You do talk too much. I mean, what? I mean, what? I say say so much on the pod. Uh, But I think there is a few things we still need to talk about. Uh, First of all, I think the romantic shit in this film is dreadful. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Mainly because Betty Ross is a terrible character. Yeah, I'm glad that she hadn't appeared back in the. But no, uh, I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't get the thing in Hollywood and film and TV where characters can just go off with the main dude, and we're meant to be cool with it because he's the main actor. Yeah. Like it's not right. Like, I, like that's not how I think. Not, I think poor bloke. She's gonna go to the pizzeria with him, and now he's now he's gone. He got done. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he's just sitting yeah. at the pizzeria. Where's my date gone? Exactly. Yeah. Like, what, what's going on there? I don't know how you guys feel about that stigma that they keep using. I mean, it was in Doctor Who for fuck's sake. Well, yeah, that's true. It's it's a so, bit weird that that's this like kind of thing that they use. It just see acting like the female characters are terrible. 
Like, they're just easy to go yeah. off with another guy and not really have any thought about it. I agree with that, yeah. It's interesting. I never really thought about it before, but I guess it is I guess it is popular in um, Hollywood. In Hollywood, California. Also, this film uh, does set up the, an appearance by the leader, which, according to Kevin Feige, is still possible within the MCU. Oh, right, of course, with Mr. Blue and the... Mr. Blue's guy. Bubbly bubble fan. The big head, and he gives us uh, an old camp smile at the camera. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Mr. I think the leader's really cool in the comics from what I know about him, but yeah, I don't think it's going to happen these days anymore. No, it might I, happen in She-Hulk. For some reason, I thought that that had happened already, but then that might have been just another. That might have been just the Hulk film because his dad like it happened in a comic. Uh, that would be it then, probably. It gets mentioned in a comic. Comic. Uh, and also, we have a nice little uh, other cameo from the old Hulk. Old Hulk. Old Hulk. Yeah, Hulk. as a security guard. Oh, yeah. That was cool. I was like, oh, I recognise him. You are the man. I did like that scene. Yeah, was like, that was cool. Yeah. I actually forgot about that. Until now. I, did, I did watch this movie, I promise. Like, Lou Ferrigno as a security guard is brilliant. Uh... Anyway, guys, do you want to get into uh, characters and wrap this one up? Sure, go for yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Actually, we sort of run out of things. Yeah, to say. I don't know anything to say. Actually, the last scene with Tony Stark is a godsend. Uh, yeah. Yes. It picks yes. the film right up just before it's about to end. It gives you some. It gives you some hope that there is hope. Yeah. To you. In this endless bit of war. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, let's get into characters really quickly. Uh, so first of all. I feel bad. Uh, so let's talk about. Uh, we got a few characters. To work. I thought uh, Tim Blake Nelson and Samuel Stern, who ends up becoming the leader, I thought he was a bit of an interesting character. Yeah. Because obviously, mm. in the first two acts before you meet him, he seems like just a nice guy that wants to help Hulk. But you sort of see his ego come out towards the end, and he feels like he could use this Hulk serum to, as a weapon and stuff like that. And I always like this sort of characters, but I feel like he's. Well, I, I don't. I don't think it's as a weapon, is it? it? He's like we could heal so many cures with this, or, or heal cure. We could create cures with this and stuff like that. And Bruce Banner's like, no, we need to destroy it. It's dangerous. Yeah. And he ends up being right in the end. Uh, mm. And then also, my favorite character in this entire film, William Hurt, as General. Uh, oh, Thanos he Ross. he yeah. is the best part of this movie. I can see so he, why he, he was plays the main villain for most of it, really, doesn't he? Pretty much, yeah. 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 Uh, I think he's really good. He's got that like arrogance about him, hasn't he, as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, he's so, so good. Uh, unfortunately, though, kind of gets a bit lost in the third act. Doesn't really have much to do. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunate. Uh, then, two of my least favourite characters. First of all, Tim Roth as Emil Blonsky, otherwise known as the Abomination. Um, he was okay. He wasn't the he, best, yeah. best character. Kind of forgettable. He's not like. He's no Thanos, is he? <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> uh, he's just. He, as I said, he's just really forgettable, and he's not like you're not going to think back and go, "Oh yeah, that character was in that film." Oh yeah, that. Yeah, you think? Oh yeah, Abomination. Not. Yeah. Not that guy who he was before. Yeah, just really forgettable. Mm. 
Which other characters do we have? I'm sure there were more. <laughs> yeah. Then we have my actual least favourite character, Liv Tyler as Betty Ross. Oh, yeah. she just played the same woman that she did in Lord of the Rings. I've forgotten her was name. She in Galadriel. Lord of the Rings? Yeah, she was in Lord of the Rings. I've she never Aragorn s- walks off with her in the end. I've never seen Lord of the Rings or Bruce. The Hobbit. She plays an elf. I believe her name is Galadriel. It's the way she always goes, Bruce. 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 And she dicks Bruce. the guy Bruce. at the pit- pizzeria. Yeah, because she's a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't, I just want to say, as I said, she has the acting range of a slug. Uh, and then finally, a decent performance from Edward Norton as Bruce Banner. Not quite Mark Ruffalo. Not quite that... Mark Ruffalo, but he's Not probably quite the homecoming. He's probably the best thing in this film. Apart but it'll from do. Ross. <laughs> um, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's, he's 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 good. He's he he carries the film. He really does. Yeah. He's yeah. Very, he's he's not he's not it's not boring to watch. You do kind of. He's likable enough. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, guys, it's time for scores on the doors. I went Alex, first. You last go first. I yeah, went you first. You're going to give this the highest. I, I went. I went first last week. So no, go ahead again because I reckon you're going to give it the highest. Yeah, you really are. I think. I'm giving it. I'm giving it four point five. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm giving it a four point five. I am three. giving it. A three. Oh, mine's even lower than yours. Really? It's a two point five. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's oh, that bad. I if this was on telly, I'd probably sit and I wouldn't change I'd, the channel. I'd skip it. I'd skip it to come down with me. To be perfectly honest with you, I'd 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 probably watch it because it's an MCU film and that's the only stigma it has for me. Like, uh, I'd prefer to watch the Hulk film. From what was it, two thousand one or two thousand three or whatever? Yeah. Then watch this. Same. Callum's not even seen the Hulk film. It no, is. the Lou Ferrigno one. I would rather watch the Hulk TV show, which was actually reasonably okay. I'm not seeing Which that. was just Bruce Banner walking around trying <laughs> not to become the Hulk, but then becoming the Hulk. <laughs> yep. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Anyway, guys, there you go. So four point five from me. I thought that I thought I'd be lowest actually. Uh, and then a and then a, what was it a three from George and a two point five from me. Callum. Yeah. Anyway, we do have one. We do have one. I keep saying audio review. <laughs> we do have one comment from Joe Bowers. Woo. He said he says he's only seen the film once and he found it boring. Mm-hmm. He felt the yeah. plot dragged and some characters are forgettable. Although Edward Norton was <laughs> yeah. good as Hulk, I prefer Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo, mm-hmm. and I liked Iron Man's cameo. The best thing for me was the direction and the effects, which were great. Five out of ten. Man, we have the best viewers, don't we? We really do. Because they all just agree with us. Yeah. They agree with us before we even said anything. It's great. <laughs> yeah, the first line, I've seen this film once, found it boring, sums it That's up. That's literally what we said. Sums and it like, up. And then it says, says, oh, you know, it, Hulk was good. <laughs> we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, guys, that will be our review of The Incredible Hulk. George, guess what we're doing next week. What are we doing next week? Guess. I don't want to. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new series. Guess which doctor? Is it? Is it uh, Jodie Whittaker? It's process of elimination. We've only not done one of them now, I think. Oh, we haven't done a Capaldi. Correct. Are we watching like Listen ooh. or something? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, close. Ooh. Into the Dalek. Oh, oh, oh. No, go on. I can't bother anymore. <laughs> one, one more. You've done two guesses. Do one more. Uh, 
I really want it to be Zygon inversion. I love not, that episode. It's Mummy on the Old Express. Oh, all right, yeah. all right. It's not the worst episode in the world. I, I, really I, can't, I can't wait to rewatch it, actually. Out of all so the then, ones that we've done, I can't wait to rewatch that one. So next week we've got Bobby on the Old Express. If Callum is a good boy, the tweet should be out now. Uh, when this uh, I'll do it out. after the podcast. No, don't no, wait till it's up. All oh, right, yeah, I'll, do, I'll wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's some. Uh, sorry, we have we are, we always have to pretend on the pod like it's Friday for when we say this bit. Like the the tweets out, the tweets out now. Go tweet. But uh, no, go tweet. Uh, tweet. I know. Tweet, tweet it. Me. I know a few of you guys DM me saying, sorry, I couldn't even review this week because I've not seen this one. Completely understandable. After hearing, <laughs> after hearing our review, you probably don't want to. Um, but no, yeah, we're back next week with that. Uh, anything else the next guys... MCU film we're going to be doing is Iron Man 2. Woo. I- I'm not looking forward to that one. Have you not? I don't think I've even seen it. I think it's going to be lower than Hulk, I'll be honest. Really? But, but, but... Probably did you say Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, she's in Iron Man 2. You've got the horn, mate. Um, <laughs> what? You've got that quarantine horn. Yeah, mate. I do. Um, <laughs> thanks, you. you can children. <laughs> hello, hello, children. <laughs> you watch this? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, anything else you want to plug before we do the wrap-up and leave a wrap on episode? Um, except the bath that I was just running. Oh, but... Uh, uh, not really I've got Twitter which I, I plugged earlier uh, obviously my YouTube channel my little project that I'm working on it's going to be up on Untempered Productions pretty pretty soon I can't wait to probably watch next it. week at some point I've already seen the prototypes you've seen you've seen the proof of concept yeah yes it's going to be so weird I have so yet to, to finish it and edit it into the actual episode itself exactly it's going to be good fun it's going to uh, be good but no guys I think I'll leave a wrap on this episode so to round it out next week as we said Mummy on the Old Express if you could and you, are, and you do listen on iTunes could you leave us a review it always helps uh, you can uh, review oh, our procedures yes. you can follow me on Twitter at AlexKing underscore Dom follow you Callum. can follow me in life around the corner around up the bend <laughs> follow, follow George on Twitter at Tempered Prod and Callum yeah. let me see if I get this right you can follow Callum Callum underscore MacArthur. Close. Callum MacArthur underscore. Balls. Alright. Boom. It'll be there. It'll be there. It'll be, it'll be there. Uh, but no, thank you guys for listening. You can follow the podcast at, at the Timers Pod where you can get a bunch of stuff from us. Uh, a lot of tweets. Uh, whenever we want you guys' reviews, tweet it out now. Go tweet. Uh, we're very good at responding as well. So if you have any tweet questions, all. give us a question and I'll respond. Give Until us a then, guys. Have a good week, and uh, see you guys next week. All the best. Hopefully, Mum in the Old Express is better than the Incredible Hulk. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Frank Skinner.